Think you know the Brooks Ghost? Think again. Introducing the all-new, better-than-ever Ghost 16. Now with nitrogen-infused cushioning for lightweight, supreme softness that feels good every step, every street, every single day. So go ahead. Take your daily joyride in the all-new nitrogen-infused Ghost 16. It'll turn your everyday miles into everyday endorphins. Let's run there. Head to brooksrunning.com to learn more. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. G'day, Mike Hussey here, but you can call me Mr. Supercoach. KFC Supercoach BBL is back and there's 25 grand up for grabs. So what are you waiting for? Play today at supercoach.com.au. T's and C's apply. New South Wales authorization number TP slash 01005. Palmer bet on the edge of the box. Oh, it's a straight up screamer. Download our app today and enjoy straight-up screamers this FIFA World Cup with great odds, great promos and same-game multi at Palmerbet. Gamble responsibly. For gambler's help, call 1-800-858-858. Baz and Izzy for breakfast, 17th of September. A fun Friday, footy shirt Friday, sitting here in my Seder's kit crusade on. We've had a brilliant morning, Izzy. We caught up with Ocean Billy's trainer, Billy Pomade, Baz McCallum out of the UAE, and, of course, Michael Checker. What did you love about today? Oh, I love today, mate. Uh, Bears McCullum bringing the heat from the UAE. What he had to make his players get up to. A little bit of old school training, I must say. Go over to our podcast and have a wee listen if you want to hear that conversation. It was great, great chat. And then we spoke about, well, I just did a little love story. A little love story to the NPC and the Farah Palmer Cup Heartland Championship. But this was more for the NPC, our national provincial championship and how important it is in my experience and the love I have for it so make sure you have a little listen to that and then we had the great Michael Checker and Michael Checker I must admit I've never ever heard never ever heard Michael Checker be so calm and so considerate about the game of rugby and his experiences have been with Argentina as well so great great show let's bring it home we got a Friday tipple looking forward to tipping Everyone cheersing a lot of our guests. We've had a great week. Make sure you check out our podcast and stay tuned because you're listening to Baz and Izzy for breakfast. It's been a great show and it'll be remiss of me not to get to my man, my mate, my good friend, the skip of the show. We really miss him here in New Zealand on the show, on the airways, Baz McCullum. Good morning, Bazza. Good morning, my brother. How are you? Oh, I'm good, mate. I'm good. I know it's night time over there. How are you tracking, bud? Oh, not too bad, brother. Not too bad. It's sort of, it's about 30, 37, 38 degrees here at 11 o'clock at night. <laughs> Had a little practice game under our belt this evening, which was which was good, actually. And now I go back to the hotel and just nestling into a nice cold nectar. Oh, <laughs> nice, nice cold nectar. Friday tipple, just in time. But, mate, you've been over there for a week or so. It's about 7 05. I've got a coffee coming before I get in a, get into a wee little, little, little treat later on in the day. But, mate, you've been over there for a week so far. And how's it been for you? you you're settled in nicely and the team's tracking all right? Nah, it's good, bro. It's, um, yeah, I mean, it's obviously we've we got a bit of a challenge in front of us. We're only. 
two wins from seven games. So we've got to come home like a bit of a wet sail to to qualify. But there's something quite liberating about that too, like the um, the fact that you know you're up against it and, and you're going to have to hit the ground running and and sort of make sure that you know you don't. Um, I think sometimes in tournaments you can kind of uh, sort of limp into them a little bit. With, with this now, yeah. we know that we can't can't leave anything out there. We've just got to we've got to nail it right from the get go. It's been a really interesting process, sort of for myself as well, as being able to look back at some of the decisions I made previously and and kind of um, work out whether some of them I could do differently or not. And and there's been mm. a good reflection period throughout that and. And I kind of come up with a, a couple of different plays this time round, which we'll try and implement. So a lot of those are around selection, mate, actually, which is um, quite an interesting thing. I think my personal um, theory on selection has always been quite um, loyal and, and, and consistent mm. and tend to give maybe a, a player one game extra um, than, than yeah. what probably most people would. I think in, in this situation and, and in this culture as well, um, you've almost got to sort of plug and play a little bit and, and try and try and foresee per, perhaps um, a performance uh, rather than sort of just keep going with the same person. So you keep your nucleus of, of your side together, uh, um, but you chop and change and, and throughout your, uh, your squad to try and almost find that, that perfect performance. Baz, it's so good to hear your dulcet tones. People, uh, oh, d- double eight, double three, anything you want to ask Baz about for the last week while, get in touch. You're talking about selection of your players, mate, and you're locked in. You're in full cricket mode. We're in full food mode here. We can't stop talking about food this week. We've been talking power. We've talked more white bait. Talking pies. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Someone mm. showed us a power pie yesterday, and it just had us absolutely salivating. I don't know. What are you eating over there? Like, What sort of grub do you get in your hotel? Uh, no, normal food. Well, I've actually just ordered a bit of little bit of sushi, a little bit of salmon sashimi, and, and a little dragon roll for dinner this evening. Oh, that would have been about one hundred and thirty bucks, surely. <laughs> Mate, what about that? <laughs> <laughs> hey, seriously, send you broke. I think I sent you a photo the other day of um, of my lamb chops I ordered over here, and there was something. They're like eighty-five New Zealand dollars, mate, for a feed of lamb chops. <laughs> the government's obviously not done any dodgy deals, sending a boatload of sheep over lately. Then, what about that eighty-five dollars, mate? Absolutely killing poor old Baz who's on just you know, on the on the cheap on the cheap rupee. <laughs> Whatever, mate. That'll be bloody your mate Jeff Allen and call NZ Meats, mate. That fella, he'll be sending those over, will he? <laughs> Good old GA, absolutely. Actually, GA texted me to, to let you know about Nathan Astle's birthday yesterday, but I sort of... You sort of what? Huh? You sort of what? <laughs> Don't say you cut out, Matt. Well, you haven't paid your, your bill, have you? Oh, he's gone. Oh, we've he's lost gone. him. We've lost him. Is he? Him. Fair dinkum. Yeah. I, I just live time. When we get Baz back, we have to ask him, look at the message I just sent you. I just got a, te- a WhatsApp live then from Owen Morgan, the captain of the English cricket team, and he's asked us to ask Baz a question over there. So look at this. It's it, No, no, no. I'm not lying. He's messaged. He's obviously told him he wants us to get into Baz. So while he's not on the line, we can set this up. Yeah. And when he comes back, we can get into him. I'll send you the other messages okay. so you can tee him up. But apparently he's yeah, been perfect. apparently he's been uh, been treating the team like it like it's some sort of corporal army camp. 
Well, mate, I've just got the message now, and I can't wait to reference him. He's a sad year having to have conversations. He's been in around the bush, but Bezza, he's got him back. We've got him back. Bezza. Bezza. Oh, not quite, not quite. We're waiting for him anyway. Just a few d- technical difficulties out of the UAE, but that's okay. That We can deal with that, um, Louis, mate. Well, it's great to hear his voice on the on the UAE. And we've already had a text message come anyway. Ask Baz if he was to place a bet, what would it be on? Of course, we know he's not placing place bets. That is from Richie. And, mate, I can't wait. I know the people. I said to him uh, two days ago when, we gonna, when I heard this conversation was coming, I was like, mate. Be great to chat to you. Can't wait to hear your voice. But mate, bring some heat, bring some tips, bring something to the pundits. The pundits want it. They want a tip for the weekend. And he's back. And we'll get straight into it. But before I get into it, Bears, Bears, I've got to ask you a wee question. Yeah. Bears. Yeah. Hey, um, oh, why are you mad that the lads are running on the beach early this morning? Well, you saw that, did you? You, got, uh, you saw that I got the old boys out. <laughs> Having a bit of a hustle so on what the happened? this morning. So, 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 what? what was happening? So, why did you make the lads run on the beach earlier this morning? What did you do, mate? Tell us what happened. No, I'm just trying to teach them a little bit of the old karate kid, you know. But wax on, wax off. Just a little, little, bit, little bit of discipline, you know. That's like you got to you got to be adaptable, and and you got to you got to still, you know, things happen in our in our game, which. You've just got to come up with solutions when problems arise. So that was the idea behind it. It was very fun, though, is you would have enjoyed it actually. <laughs> you reckon you were Mister Miyagi? We've got we've got Owen Morgan literally texting the show saying, "Is he putting forward his case to be the next All Blacks coach?" <laughs> what a wanker! Eh? What a wanker! I'm looking at the table there. There's, you got you got Lockie Ferguson there. You got Owen Morgan. You got David Hussey, Cole Mills, Tim Souther, James Foster. And they're sitting there trying to. How bored are they? <laughs> well, probably yeah. they? <laughs> uh, Good so, on them for oh, being a oh. part of the show, though. That's what they pull of Baz and Izzy for breakfast. <laughs> I love it, Baz. So what? You got the lads out. They obviously done something, Baz. You thought we'd just give them the old Henny Muller kind of setup. Is that what you're doing? No, it wasn't that they were doing anything bad. Is you know, it was just it was it was an alternative training method. The reason Owen Morgan's got a problem with it is he's Irish, right? So he he's allergic to the sun. So the fact that he that he, that he had to take a couple of catches on the beach, he was filthy with that. But no, it was good. The boys responded well, actually. It was quite a it was a nice it was a nice morning. We spent an hour out there, and the whole idea, boys, was um, there's so many different cultures amongst our our setup. You know, so many different ethnicities mm. and, and cultures and and so you've got to find ways to be able to break down um, those barriers. And rather than just turning up to cricket trainings and, and doing your normal thing, because there's so much of an edge and pressure there anyway, that you've got to try and come up with some creative ways to be able to get them to all the boys to interact and, and to try and open up the lines of communication and share some experiences. And, and that's kind of the whole idea behind it. And look, they don't always work, but this morning was was really cool. And, and um, I'm sure, I'm sure if you... If, you were here now and you asked and I'd actually say they quite enjoyed it. Yeah. No, I love it. I love a little bit of inside gravy from old Morgan, mate. Great chat there. But um, we're enough of the cricket chat, enough of the coaching chat, mate. We want to hear horses. It is an absolute jam-packed weekend of the racing this weekend. Your horse, Tabata, is racing in Hastings. 
Hey, you got any gravy for us? It's a pretty pumped up weekend this weekend. Mate, what about you as the racing correspondent all of a sudden? I've been away for like 10 days and you've turned into Bruce McAvaney out of a hotel. Yeah, that's right. That's right. How, how good is that? So well done. Well done, Louis, on writing that intro for is just the, no. about the bar. He's, oh, I, Bez, mate, I actually know. It's a, I'm, I'm right amongst it now, Bez, mate, Bez. Honestly, I've been talking horses all week. Oh, it's boy. true. I'm not. He seriously is. He's talking about the Tarzina. Do you know? Yesterday, we had, we've had, we got this tipping comp with Paul Moati and the TAB, and Izzy actually gave us the tip, and it's spring tied at odds. You'd be, you'd love it. Thirteen bucks and three eighty. It's, it's great stuff. He's all over it. Oh, well done, brother! And didn't you didn't you also put out the your first tip that you put forward? Paid about six fifty and romped in. So yeah, romped in. Only in America, follow. only in America. And then I've been followers and since. you will so get paid. Give us something. Give us something, brother. <laughs> All right, I will give you something. Okay, Tabata on Saturday at Hastings, a very very strong place chance. Okay, it's running at a distance short of its best. It's a little bit too too short but the weight that um she's got to carry Wurumu pin takes takes two kilos off she's drawn a nice barrier the track mm. look it's not ideal but it, it shouldn't it shouldn't worry you too much hopefully um she's running down in grade and look she's she's got more bigger plans this campaign um there's a couple of smartish ones in there as well but at 550 a place i think you can definitely have some on that 550 you've just Really got on what against what Richie said. He said, "Ask Bag Baz if he was to place a bet, what would it be on?" Of course, we know he's not placing a place bet. <laughs> <laughs> oh, bugger! <laughs> <laughs> well, what what I didn't tell you is that I'm on the I'm on the nose. But, <laughs> but, but by all means, you guys put it on the place bet. But but I'll be having a go each way. I'll be having a little go each okay. way. I think she's twenty ones and five dollars fifty. So, look, I, I think nice. she can get a little bit of the money, mate. Nice, mate. And, and what about Australia? There's some heat over in Australia on Saturday at Ramwick. Surely. Oh, oh, sorry. I think I think there was one other um, horse as well, which uh, Richie might be referring to. And I had a real good old dip at this horse about eight weeks ago, and it's Dragon Leap in the Tarzino. Sorry, my bad. Oh, yes, um, yes, you did. Yeah, Elevens, wasn't yeah. it? Yeah, I got it at 11, so I'm hoping that he can cop the track. I know he's fresh up, but he's a quality, quality, quality horse, and they know how to train. They, uh, they know how to train a horse through the O'Sullivan Scott team out of Wexford, so I've, I've had a good crack at Dragon Leap. And yeah, you're right, there's plenty of good racing over in Aussie as well, so it's a great time of year, isn't it? Yeah. It's a fabulous time of year that, to be able to watch racing and try and make a quid. Pay for your spaghetti bolognese and <laughs> lamb chops and, and lamb chops over here. I was just thinking about it when my internet dropped out. I was like, it's eighty five dollars for a set of lamb chops. You'd think the internet would be a bit better, wouldn't you? <laughs> <laughs> what are they doing with the cash? It's a great question. Let me do some invest- investigating. Hey, Baz, as he's got a love letter towards the NPC that we're going to get to soon. He's he's talking about why it means so much and why putting on the black and white hoops. And for the Hawks Bay Magpies meant so much. So we've finally got some sp- local sport back here this weekend. So we're fizzing for that. Around the world, though, I, I refreshed the BBC today, and I think you have an opinion on this. Um, 
Virat Kohli's to step down as Indian T20 captain after the World Cup. And I know you've spoken about this before and burnouts and different players for different, um, I guess, different formats of the game and even coaches. Were you surprised to see that news at all? Yeah, to be honest, lads, I jumped on the bus after our practice game and, and I found out um, that he had stepped down. And and then I was thinking, you know, it must be, he must step down um, right here and now, but obviously he's, he's doing it post-World Cup. I am. I was initially a little bit surprised, but then when you kind of think about it and you think about how consuming that job must be, um, and the fact that he he is an all form uh, all format captain as well, and the demands which which um, are on you because of that, plus the COVID restrictions and all the bubbles that they operate. Look, it's yeah. I almost I'm not surprised now, um, and also the success that Rohit Sharma's had um, in. T20 cricket in particular with Mumbai Indians over here in, the, in, the, in IPL and you'd think he would be the next man in, uh, in line to take over. I'm kind of not surprised. So it is, I mean, all good things must come to an end, right? And, and he's been a pretty amazing captain for India for a long period of time. There is that little sticking point with them over their successes in some some tournaments of late um, under his, his, his captaincy and I wonder Maybe he thinks this is the right way for them to to be able to try and go out on with one big one big bang. But yeah, it's certainly big news, and it's going to reverberate around India, no doubt, over the next little while. When you consider the biggest tournament in the world is 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 on on the cusp of restarting. Yeah, absolutely, mate. And in more Kiwi cricket news, tonight we have the uh, Black Caps are playing Pakistan over in Pakistan. We've got Grant Elliott, Daniel McCarty, the team calling it live on SNZ. The, it's Kiwi for cricket. How good is that? Uh, Pakistan, hard place to play. What would your expectations be for that series? Tough place to really tough. Some of our best players aren't there as well. Um, I thought the job that Tom Latham's team did in Bangladesh was incredibly admirable um, and shows the depth mm. that New Zealand cricket is building. Um, write them off at your peril. I would expect that they would be up against it, but geez, these guys continue to impress. So, um, you know, I think watch it as a, as a fan. Don't have great expectations, but if they will no doubt um, perform with, uh, with distinction on that tour. Nice work, Baz, mate. I'll let you go back and have a nice cold one with Owen Morgan. I know you got to go give him a bit of stick, but, mate, love love your work. Love what you're about. Thanks for joining us. We really miss you here. We can't wait till you get back, mate, but we know you got to do what you got to do, and uh, we'll catch up soon, bud. Thank you, my brother. You're doing a fabulous job as well, Wiz. Skipper Izzy is he's on. <laughs> well done. Thank you, boys. <laughs> See you, Baz. Nah, awesome. Awesome, there you go. What a legend. Oh, man, love hearing his voice, Louie. Yeah, we miss him over here, but he's got to do what he's got to do at the Calcutta Night Riders. Great work getting some inside scoop from Owen Morgan too, mate. Good stuff. <laughs> How good is that from Owen Morgan? He loves Baz and Izzy for breakfast on SCNZ. Back talking NPC, Izzy's love letter after this. We're here with Chemist Warehouse. Great savings every day. Joining us now, Baz and Izzy for breakfast. We're so lucky. Look, we know him. We know him distinctly. We had so many good battles against him when he was in charge of the Wallabies, and now doing the same. It was good to see Michael Checker up in the Argentine coaching box. Thanks for joining the show, man. How are you doing? Hey, I'm well. Thank you for inviting me. Yeah, no worries. Look, you're a fan favourite in New Zealand, and I, I truly mean that. We love your performances <laughs> through, throughout the years, and um, it's great to see you back coaching. I saw you were doing some media punditry with the Super Rugby, so was it nice to get back up in the box? 
Uh, yeah, well, I wouldn't call it punditry now. I think I was just watching the games and telling them a little bit of what I saw. But uh, but I love I love I've always loved coaching since I started doing it. You know, and um, the opportunity both last year and this year to do different things. You know, I did last year with the Roosters in NRL, also with Argentina, and then with Argentina again this year because of, um, you know, different circumstances I was available to give Mario a hand. And I've really enjoyed it, you know. It's been different, but it's, it's been good fun. Yeah, right. So, I mean, at, at the end of the day, coaching people, you're a man manager, so it's kind of across the codes and across the teams. You're finding the same skill set really is um, applicable. Yeah, without a doubt. I think depending on your position inside of the team, this has been a little bit different for me because obviously not head coaching in this this situation. But yeah, there's a technical side, obviously, but then how how to try to get the best out of people as well. It's always, especially in these times where, you know, the situations are so different. Um, if you look at Argentina's situation, I think they've played a home game since 2019. So things are different. And you've got big squads um, travelling because you can't bring people in. It's a, it's, a, it's a really different environment. And, it's move, you know, the game moves at a different pace. So to be able to change, so to be able to stay involved and just see it closer up as opposed to getting too far away keeps you know keeps me involved and keeps me up to date with a little bit of what's happening and also good people you know they're they're good lads the, the coaching staff and the, the players they're good lads it's a tight tight group and it's enjoyable to be around yeah that's awesome to hear michael it really is so w- what about this argentine outfit on the field what are the strengths of this side well i, mean, I think traditionally argentina's had uh, a big strong forward pack, and I don't think that's changed. I think maybe some of the the the, the other nations have stepped up. Like if you go right back into the history of, of rugby around set pieces and things like that. So they're really they're real battles now, and, uh, and I think um, everything sort of you know fundamentally everything starts around laying a platform in the, you know especially in the contact sports and rugby is one of those for sure. And I always feel that. Um, Argentina have got really good strength there. They're very passionate about how they, um, I suppose, approach the physicality of the game. And I suppose that was something that they were disappointed about from last week. You know, even though I think it had a, uh, a it was a tough defensive performance. I don't think it was a hard one. We didn't really take it to the opposition as much, and therefore we sort of submitted a little bit. So I'd say. That's a strength, and they didn't deliver that strength on last Sunday's game, and that's they would have come out of the game disappointed more about that probably than the result, because you know when you go up against New Zealand, it's always going to be a tough battle. Um, but I, I really love the way they play the game physically, and and you know the speed they can bring to all the contacts in the game. Well, we had spoke. I spoke to Joe Moody earlier in the week, and he kind of preempted that and said, "Look, that, knowing the Argentines, they are going to come out with so much gusto and fire in the belly this week. So we've got to really have our wits about us. The, the territory and time in the twenty-two probably really killed you in the end. So, how do you even that territory battle up from a game scheming point of view, mate? It's uh, you know the genius, I suppose, to work out the eighteen penalties." Um, seven in the attacking ruck um, where New Zealand, you know, really owned us on the ground. And uh, and I think that that stemmed the flow. We, we also got, you know, defensively a, a lot of turnovers, 
um, in the game, you know, from our defence. But we weren't able to capitalise because they, they either turned us over back mm. or or um, we gave away a penalty. And that stems the flow of um, of the way you want to try and play. The period probably leading into the eight or nine minutes before half time, where I think the team repelled about four of our of our New Zealand's raids into the twenty two, turned the ball over. And then, you know, either missed touch from a penalty, gave away another penalty or kicked the ball away. We gave multiple phases back and eventually that that sort of tied. It's hard to hold them back. And New Zealand were um, very were very clinical, but in a different way to the, the way they played against Australia. They were, they were very much off the bang them on the turnover against Australia, whereas from from in this match, it was more about their entries into the 22 and the possession they had and setting up the, the game over longer periods or longer phases of play as opposed to bang, get the ball off the turnover and hit them hard. Yeah, look, and I wonder if um, Ian Foster and his camp will talk about ruthlessness and, and being a bit more, as you say, clinical in a different way. But I think they probably wonder if they left some points out there. So, look, it's going to be fire from both sides this weekend. Would you like to see the Argentine lads keep the ball in hand a little bit more or that doesn't bother you as much? I think um, you've got to you've got to uh, pick your situations in, in the way that <clears throat> the team plays. That You've got to pick your situations of when you decide to do that. And, yes, you do want to keep... You know, the less possession you give to, to New Zealand, obviously, the better because of the threats that they have. Um, and it's about making just right choices at the right you know what I mean? I think around mm. when you've got good flow and when the game's happening well um, for you, those times to keep that possession. And then when it's maybe not, when it's not happening for you, you haven't got the flow of the game after, you know, you start to set it up from set piece, then you might need to play more territorial position because, you know, playing lots of phases um, just for the sake of playing them is not really what you're looking for because, you know, you'll, you'll end up with a turnover and that's when they're most deadly, right? So I think it's about the right shot selection, you know, make sure you're picking the right shot for the right ball if you want to use a bit of cricket parlance. And, yeah, yeah. And, um, and, and, you know, be ready for, for, for what comes off the back of that, you know what I mean? But I've made a fight. Without getting too complicated, I think number one thing is you've got to get more disciplined around, you know, being able to keep the ball by securing ball at the ruck and not giving away first securing ball at ruck giving us some good go forward and then also not giving away the penalties um, at ruck because seven of those in, even in a is a lot in one game in that part of the game and it stems the flow of your attack in any, any way shape or form to be honest. Now it makes total sense and if we're using cricketing parlance I think what South Africa's doing right now their best Cheshua Pajara impersonation can get a bit, a bit boring <laughs> but it's, it's good to know that the Argentines and the Wallabies and, and Kiwis of course all want to give the ball some air and, and pick their spots as you kind of pointed out just on that game um, Michael how cool was it to see Quaid kind of get his moment back in the sun I know a lot of it's been made about it this week, but for you personally, was it cool to see? Look, I think that really, the, I was asked about it in a, um, earlier on in the week, and I think the best way he shot is he was really solid, and and that's that's really what Coach Rennie would want. He'd want him to be really solid, you know, Matt kick his goals, uh, put Australia in good position, and and unpicked the rush defence, which is not always simple on the odd occasion, or at least gave gave them 
didn't give them the opportunity to get the dominance on that rush D. So I think he, he built up a nice little relationship with Karevi also yeah. in the game. And uh, what what you want, oh, I'm sure what uh, Coach Rennie's looking for is not just one moment in the sun, you know what I mean? Just, just that consistent performance and, uh, and it'll give Australia another option for depth in that position with obviously Lolisio who they've been grooming and then O'Connor coming back into the picture maybe even this week or, or, or next week. Um, have some genuine options there for not only if they want to play the game a little differently in different places or if they want to, uh, if they get injuries further down the road. So they'll have, you know, really good cover there um, if he can stay consistent in that role. But it was good to see him come back and uh, and play a really good game for Australia and win the game for Australia at the end. Yeah, depth certainly key for the Wallabies. Hey, and last one, Michael, get you out on this because um, look, Izzy can't be here right now, but he said, ask, um, ask Chicks if he ever sprayed him in the coach's box when he was coaching against me. I'm curious to know. Did so you, I sprayed Israel Dag. Yeah, did you ever give did you ever give Izzy Dag a spray in the coach's spray. box? <laughs> Uh, the, the idea is not to spray the opposition guys; it's just to spray your own. <laughs> I think that that's, that's it. So, if he's thinking about a comeback and he's looking to jump into a team, I'd be more than happy to give him a spray if he wants to play for any of the teams <laughs> going forward. But uh, no, 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 mate. It's all about uh, uh, um, keeping it on, keep Q. And I certainly wasn't looking for him. I was hoping that we were attacking him more than anything. Yeah, that makes sense. That's probably the guy marking him back in his heyday. Uh, look, Jigga, Jig's awesome to catch up, and thanks so much for your time. Honestly, your insights into Argentina and also what Australia is doing. It's great to hear your voice again, and um, I wish you all the best with your coaching endeavours moving forward. No worries, mate. I appreciate it. There you go. Come back on the cards, is it? He gets sprayed by chicks. <laughs> no way, mate. No way. What a great interview, Louis. I loved your questions. Great insights from... Um, from Michael Checker there, and, and probably a, a bit of the Michael Checker we, we're not used to. We love, like you, you touched on the box, up in the coaching box as well. Um, you know, seeing the passion and just how much it means to him winning, you know, the, the things. And just say, we, we know him for just spraying players. And that's why I wanted to ask that question, you know, just have a little bit of fun at the end, you know, see what he said and love the answer that he said. But lo- love the detail in that interview as well. Louis, like he spoke about, uh, uh, the Argentinian side, they submitted and they lacked passion in that um, game. And you saw that from, from the kind of the things that they were, go- they were doing in that game, in that match. They were just so not Argentinian-like. So he spoke about this week, they need to be physical. They love playing quick and their discipline needs to be better. They had 18 penalties, which is an absolute no-no in any, form, any match. You can't give 18 penalty ways penalties away against anyone, let alone the All Blacks, give them opportunities. So they had no flow, and they were owned on the ground. The, the, the discipline at the ruck, Pablo Matera, he, he, he was poor, appalling on the weekend, I must say. His work at the ruck, he was pushing. But that's the pressure that the All Blacks applied to, to Argentina, you know, that made him make those uh, silly mistakes, those silly um, uh, decisions out there on the field. So their work this week at the ruck needs to be better. Uh, their decision making, but not only just decision making as well. Like he said, that you can't just go into this game and feel like you're going to wear the All Blacks down. You're going to wear them down, and you're going to build pressure. Yes, that's a big part. You're going to make them tired, but shot selections, mate. Like he referenced the the cricketing terms, ha- picking the right shot selections, knowing where you're going to do. Should we run it here? No, there's opportunity to kick it down there, put the pressure back on them, back our defence. 
that was a great little insight to the coaching genius from Michael Checker. Decision-making is very important, and they were happy to hold the ball and build pressure on the weekend, the All Blacks were, and, and they knew that they could just wear down this Argentinian side. So, look, um, love that little interview from you, Louis. Great work getting Checker, and, um, yeah, great fascinating little insight to Argentina. I reckon they're going to be a totally different beast come Saturday as well, mate. Oh, I couldn't agree more, is it? And Chicks, he was um, he was a just a super dude to deal with as well. What a great bloke. So, yeah, mm. there you go. Might yeah. be a little bit surprising for some people, but I think they will look at this All Blacks team named, and especially this Ford pack, and they will go, ooh, ooh. We've just been belted in the week from Michael Checker and the coaching staff for not having enough passion. We are passionate players already. Let us unleash, and let's see if we can make mm. a statement here, which f- feeds into my question for the Choices Flooring poll, which you can still vote on at our Twitter page, Baz and Izzy for Breakfast, or on double eight double three. Has this side from Ian Foster made too many changes? Has he rolled the selection changes too much? Answer us here. We'll read that results out of the Choices Forum poll just after the news at 8.30. But coming up after this, well, there's the rumour mill is swirling. Louis. Louis, sorry. Sorry, Louis. Paul Cole just lost. Oh! Paul Cole just lost. Our, great, our great Paul Cole just lost. I just watched it. He, um... 11-9. 11-9. one So, look, sorry, I just had to get that in there. Our great Paul Cole... He's disappointed. We know how much this meant to him. So just had to give the little announcement. The poor Cole has lost. Sorry. Sorry, team. Oh, early cheers to you, Paul. Well, guys, we've made it. It's time for the Friday Tipple. Thanks to Headquarters Viaduct, the undisputed heavyweight hospital champions of New Zealand. Yeah, they certainly are, Leo, and the team do fantastic work. Unfortunately, Auckland's been locked down for long enough now that I can't even really remember what it's like in there. Now, that might be for another reason, but I can't wait to get back and see our mate Leo Malloy, the next mayor of Auckland, and uh, catch up for a good vino or two. That'll be fun, Izzy, but it's been a sensational week here just with you, my bro. Yeah, it's been a great week, and today's Friday tipple is a ripper. We've had a huge week, and there's plenty to toast. We've had some amazing guests, some amazing, amazing conversations. We have to start off with... Emily Raducanu, who won her first major at 18 years old by winning the US Open. It was an incredible win by someone who Brett Phillips believes is the real deal. Her level, it, it looks like she's been playing on the tour, you know, for a good decade. I mean, it just, and, and as, as impressive off the court as well, and the way she speaks and articulates, and uh, last year didn't play through uh, the COVID period. Her team pleaded for a wild card for Wimbledon based on her potential, and The fact that she didn't even play last season due to COVID makes her victory all the more stunning. She really is a true talent and we hope to see her continue being a mainstay of the women's game for years to come. So cheers to her and also Brett from the first serve for coming on the show. Well... Be awesome if we be remiss if we don't bring in Paulie Moati. And then Tuesday, we had Paul Moati from the TAB on the show, and he brought an absolute tune with him. Have a listen to this. He went as fast as in Trevier, and now Daisy <laughs> has to help him with his underwear. Well, that don't seem fair. <laughs> We should all say a prayer for Daisy Ennis. He saw a surgeon <laughs> to fix his foot and his toes. He saw a surgeon. How Daisy copes 
Well, nobody knows he saw a surgeon. Ooh, he saw a surgeon. So he can play golf again. Oh, so good. Mate, that was so good. That makes my song look terrible, really. He had so many more verses than me, and it just came together so nicely. So thanks, Paulie. You're an absolute champion, mate. So, look, we've got more to go. We've got more. I also want to give to our good uh, toast to our good friend, Paul Cole. Paul Cole, he won his quarterfinal yesterday. We celebrated. He came on the show, and he is a fan favourite. He is a show favourite, and we love what he's about. Obviously, he's just lost his semi-final, but we still want to cheers Paulie, what an absolute champion. I'm stoked, uh, to be honest. It's been a, a tricky sort of 18 months, this whole COVID period for me, mm-hmm. not being able to get home. Um, you know, I love I love New Zealand and I miss it every day. So these sort of uh, mm-hmm. performances really make it make it worth it, you know. Obviously, we're not playing for billions like you said, unfortunately, but, um, <laughs> you know, you find, a lot, you find a lot of joy in these sort of results. And, you know, the support from back home uh, the last three weeks has just been insane, which gives me a... A real buzz to keep performing as well. Yeah, cheers, Paul Cole, mate. What an absolute champion. And obviously, he's just lost, but that's okay. Hit up. I've already tweeted him. So, hit up, mate. We go again. So, great, great work. And then finally, our toast of the week goes to Ash Dixon. Ash came on the show and imparted some wisdom on us about all things rugby, food, and culture. He mm. gave us a great tip and how to cook our para in a way never heard of. Kelsey rang me up and said, hey, I've got some, um, oh, yeah, should we make some dumplings? I'm like, yeah, I'll be around. And so I literally came around to his place and he had heaps of power and all these dumplings ready to go. We just made different batches and it was so good, honestly. It was like fried, steamed, and he had all these different combinations and he just kept going and it was so good, honestly. Power dumplings. Power Dumpling. I'm not sh- too sure how I feel about those, but anyway, they sounded absolutely amazing. And give it a go. We've taught Power Dumplings, Power Pizza, Power Pies. We've had everything. And also, Ash gave us some insights on what it means to embrace Māori culture, even if you can't speak the language, as we continue to cele- celebrate Māori Language Week. You don't have to speak the language to be proud of Māori. you just got to understand, I guess, who you are and your mm. identity of what it's about. And that can be whatever it is to you. You don't have to go out there and, um, I guess, lay it on others and, and do it that way. you just got to be you and, and respectful for your own identity and your own culture. Oh. Beautiful, beautiful. Wise words from our mate Ash Dixon. Cheers, mate. You're an awesome bloke. Cheers, and I love Ash. what you're about. Cheers to everyone, really. Mate, it's been a great week. Daisy's... Actually, just delivered me a nice fizzy here, so I'm I'm ready to rip into the weekend. And, <laughs> yeah, what a, what a day! What just, a day! Izzy, Izzy, cheers to you, bro! Great week, great day. Just get us stay off the motorbikes, mate. Just don't. We are, you only got one leg now, so enjoy your not, enjoy your. It's crutches. already sold, mate. It's already sold. Look, I've sold that thing. It's gone. Trudy, cheers to you. Oh, cheers! Cheers to you too, boys. Yeah, yeah it's what another wonderful week. It has Such been. a good mm. time here. You've got a smile on dial. Mm. Thank you. And, um, cheers. And look, <laughs> Bruce from Melbourne, uh, so not Bruce from Melbourne, Grant from Melbourne wants to cheers. <laughs> Izzy Dag, he's text double eight double three. Kia ora, Bruce Lee. <laughs> Keep that dribble coming out of your gob. Good to, good work over here from over here in Melbourne. Cheers to you from Grant. Cheers, Izzy. <laughs> well done. <laughs> and cheers <laughs> to K- Kieran and, and Joe in the, in the producer's yeah. booth. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Absolutely. Wouldn't be able to do it without the team, so good work.
Absolutely. Awesome. And Smithy, well, he'll be tucking into a lovely cold export later on. Today, I imagine, down at Turks, and then tomorrow for a huge day of racing in Hastings. We're going to catch up with the doyen of New Zealand sport. That was that was our Friday tipple with Headquarters Viaduct. Just being the best and making a great home for the winners in life. Shout out to Leo and the team there. We can't wait to catch up when Level 4 is done, and we're back to Level 2 in Auckland. It's Ty Power's Big Footy final sale. To kick things off, you can get the power to buy three and get one free on selected Toyo passenger car and SUV tyres. Ty Power's Big Footy final sale can't last. Visit typower.com.au now.